some people are intimidated when talking to large numbers of people in an entertaining way, not Dan and Mike. Yeah? It's just a podcast, chill out. <laughs> yeah? A brilliant podcast. Okay. Too many quotes. GBH for the year old. <laughs> Not for me, thank you. No apology necessary. Let's get on with the podcast. You know, it's a laugh. And you can't put a price on comedy, so... Get listening. Right. Yeah, Luna is here. Luna the sausage job. And I think if this goes well, this should be the first one that we stuck out on YouTube. If it goes well. So it goes well. well. Yeah. All right. There we are. Look. Hopefully, All good. We'll see. I set the camera up though, so it's probably we're it's probably, probably out shot. Probably out shot. We're probably out shot. Yeah, we're fine. Not being shot. Oh yeah, but never mind. This is Luna. This yeah. is, uh, she just likes to get her face on things, but if you hold her like that, she's not, absolutely useless. She's not great for an audio podcast start, is it? She's, she's just there. Paul's going mental, not literally. Yeah. Um, yeah. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year's, everyone. I hope you had a wonderful Christmas. You may have noticed it took a little hiatus over Christmas, but that's because you've did got we? better things to be doing. Did a podcast on the ground last week? I think you did. I think you did, but there's obviously a gap in there, like no man's land. Where am I? We went, I think, one hour just before Christmas. Did it? Yeah. I'm not sure. So, um, yeah, because we were just enjoying ourselves. I have to say that Christmas in a warm country is extremely strange. Didn't like it. Not yeah. like, in, like I didn't have a good time, but as in, like, it didn't feel like Christmas. Yeah, no, there's a, like, my, my first Christmas here, I, uh, we ended up going to an Irish pub and sat outside the Irish pub, I had a Christmas dinner with a bunch of strangers, and there was a band on, like, it was good, it was a good day out, but it wasn't Christmas. This no. year we were lucky that Amna's, Amna's family was over, her brother, her brother lives out here now, so, so we had a good Christmas day, but, uh, yeah, it doesn't quite feel like it. There's no Christmas TV, no adverts, no real light. So it makes you realise how influenced you are by advertising. For me, yeah. because we have we at the moment, as of, as we're recording this, still we still don't have our TV. Brilliant, shipped over from the UK. But like we don't really watch much during the day. Whereas over Christmas time, lead up to Christmas especially, everyone is like in your face with this advertising. Where everyone's talking about it. And you can't escape, so you just get into the spirit of like, oh, it's Christmas, and like, it's a bit colder, you go see people, whereas over here it's a bit different. Like, we had we had someone around to install the internet on Christmas Day. Because over here it's just not a holiday, it's just any other normal day. It's no, no different. So it's, it's very strange, but, um, but yeah, I can't make it, you know, weather's been alright, so. You say that, it's been raining the last three days. Except for then, yeah. Last three days it's been raining, but. Uh, Came in to escape that sort of weather, brought it with me. But yeah, no, it was good. And obviously, uh, into the new year now, so no doubt, tons of goals that will last for a couple of weeks. Uh, as yeah, all those goals. Those goals always last a couple of weeks, don't they? I made a post about this for Christmas, um, about like, people always going to talk about making plans, all that sort of stuff. And I realised over the last year that most of the most, the biggest things that I've done, I did not plan for. One bit. No. Didn't make any plans for it. Every, everybody's winging it. Like, everybody's winging it from day to day, week to week, month to month. Like, people might have this plan of what they think is going to happen or what they'd like to happen but inevitably like life happens doesn't it and things come up and that's why new year's resolutions never really never really stick because you don't plan for you know having no motivation in two or three weeks no no plans for that so um so so yeah but everybody's no doubt on the same kind of bandwagon even 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 myself Dan as well, Dan the protein shake this morning. I went to the gym as well, so there you go, that's my idea was cool. to actually start going to the gym. I nearly fucking, I nearly fucking fell off my carpet <laughs> chair, I texted him, I said, oh, you can come around and I can finish a bit of work I'm doing. So the gym, 
Starbucks. He lost, yeah. and then he came in and asked for a protein shake. There you go. You see. I can just tell. I'm just trying to get big like you, mate. I can yeah, tell. I'm just big like you. I'm the wrong size of big currently, so uh, yeah. I've got my Fitbit on for about the first time in about four weeks, so that's on now. So that'll be what am I on? I wonder why you've been shaking your hands around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm on four thousand steps so far, wow. and it's uh, what time is it? You're gonna have to get out of the it's, uh, it's quarter past two here. Quarter past two. Why does it say quarter to seven on there? Wow. Buy some banded brand colours though. Obviously, the banded colours, yeah. Um, <laughs> but I'm aiming for 8,000 steps, so I'll, I'll hit eight by the end I of think, the day. I think with, with New Year's resolutions, like, I think there's, there's obviously like, in, in fitness, there's obviously like two counts, right? There's the people that say, oh, it's a great time of year, do you know, set New Year's resolutions, and then the half, which is just like, it's for idiots and all that sort of stuff. I just don't have a view either way. Like, if you want to set them great, don't, don't, whatever. I think that the only thing I do I do think about January is that it's a time for people to have had reflection in Christmas. Like, it's naturally a good time to think about these things because you have had some, most people have had time off. Like, if you've had seven to ten days off, it's actually a nice time to reset, get some extra sleep, not be at work, and actually think about what you do want, which is great. But sometimes I think people set these grand goals and they're too, they're always too big. Like I hate being that guy. It's like, oh, your goals are too big. Because then there's some people who say you should, they should scare you and all that sort of shit. But I can't remember where I read it, but I'm pretty sure I read something that was like, your brain can't compute longer than 90 days into the future. So like setting a goal for like, oh, by this time next year I want to be here. It, it, you're, you can't actually visualize it and get to that point. It's only a set, set amount of time. I think it's I think it's more like 60 to 90 days. So they say you can always plan like shorter blocks. Of so course. it's almost like making monthly resolutions rather than yearly. It probably makes sense because a lot of businesses done in quarters mm. and you think that they plan for the next quarter. Yeah. So it could be why. Could be right. I have something similar to that. It's, 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 and, and think how much could change in, in that time frame. And I think that's the key thing is it's trying to break it down. So I think New Year's resolutions are great. Like, okay, this year I want to get fitter or this year I want to lose weight. That's great. It's a great goal to have. But how are you going to do that? You can't just say that. It doesn't mean anything. It's then breaking it down into those smaller subsections of, well, I want to make sure that in, in the first month I'm going to look at my nutrition. Second month I'm going to look at the gym. Third month I'm going to look at whatever, getting a coach, whatever it might be. And it's trying to think about it that way rather than just saying, but I'm going to get fitter. But we never do that. Like, right. Because people won't look at it like that. People won't look at it as in, month one, I'm going to focus on my nutrition. They change it all at once, though. It is. Always change it all at once. It is, though. Like, that's, that's human nature to, to change it all at once. Because if you're going to do it, you want to do it to the best of your ability. Mm. But the problem is, is that trying to aim for that is often too far from what they've currently been doing. So you then kind of then set yourself this big grant. It's like going, right, I'm going to start running. And then, you know, next month I'll enter the Olympics. And it's like, <laughs> it's, that's never going to happen. No. So then three weeks gets in, and you're like, oh, no, no, I'm not going to make it. Never going to make it. Yeah, so then you quit. Yeah. So you might as well just go, okay, do you know what? Here's a manageable chunk. But we just don't do it. It's human to go, right, okay, the supplements are in, the nutrition's on, the training's on, I've got this new training. I've got some new gym new gym kit. I've got my nice links I could go for after the gym for, from Christmas. You know, I've got a new pair of socks, a new pair of pants, and I'm in oh, good. And you know that motivation never to be wears off because motivation never never lasts around, um, never, never sticks around, and then and that's it because you've gone too hard too soon. Um, that's what she said. People people make the problem with 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 it. People turn their fitness priorities, and they, it's usually by the end of the year bottom, like rock bottom. Yeah. And they then try and put it number one at the top. Yeah. And it's just like it's not gonna last that long, is it? And, it's like when people do meal plans, and like you see you see people prepping all their food. Like in advance, like five meals a day, and I, how are you gonna prep five meals a day for seven days, 35 meals, when last week you weren't having one of those meals?
Yeah, well, that's like a pack of Watsits was a meal. Yeah. <laughs> now you've you got to do 35. Like, why not start basic? Like, start basic. Because that's the thing that's going to see you... To, to basically, I want, I want advanced. I want to do the advanced thing. It's, it's true, though. Like, so, so if you are listening to this and you've got all these grand ideas, again, we don't want to, we don't want to fucking put a damper on anything because, you know, good luck. But just be realistic with it. Like, and don't get... Don't get too disheartened if you fall just shy of some of those goals. The thing is, I think people people think, like I said, they just think too far ahead with it all. That's the thing, the key thing to take from it. It's not don't set goals, it's just don't think too far ahead with it all. Because like, I put my post on Instagram saying, like, this time last year, moving to the Y wasn't even yeah. on the agenda. It wasn't a minor plan, a minor goal, a minor anything like that. And it's just that opportunities come along through a year and you'll, you'll take them. And I think with with nutrition and training and stuff like that, I just think people try too hard. So for example, over the last six months, like I could just said, then I've been to the gym now. I've started going to the gym more regularly. But before I hadn't been for five weeks because we just moved here. We'd, obviously there's loads of stress that goes with moving houses, as anyone knows who's done it. But then moving country as well. It just wasn't a priority. Fitness just was not my priority for me. I just wasn't going to go out my way to go to the gym. I probably could have done if I, if I really wanted to really make it a priority. But it just wasn't. I think some people feel that the fitness has to, again, they make it number one priority in January and it has to stay there all year round. And at least, again, they feel like they fail if they don't do it. So then you just put it right to the bottom again. And the reality is for all of us is it's, you go through waves with it. And that's the same with our clients is they go through waves of some months they're really on it, they're really pushing. Some months they're only 50%, but they still get results during those 50% months. That's the people, that's what people forget is that they forget that you can still get results in months where you're not optimal. You well, people, well, people don't want that. And, like, and even our clients, this is one of the things that we have to hammer home with them, is that with our clients, like, we, they think that they're failing. Like, they, they think that if they're not being perfect, they're failing. And they've got this big illusion of what they, what, what's possible. I think people think they're going to come into coaching and they're going to be like, the waves are going to part, everything's going to be fine. They're never going to, you know, have any issues anymore. Like, and, and all the issues that they've had previously with getting in shape, staying in shape, that's not going to exist because now they've got a coach. And they almost expect it to be like this miracle cure where the stars align and they're just getting incredible shape. But when inevitably the, the, the tougher times come, motivation, you know, waivers, you know, socials come up, you know, you start to stall and scale. People think that, that's a failure, but that's not failure. That's just that's just a, a speed bump that needs to be navigated around, and that's why, as coaches, the, the the majority of our job is managing those bad weeks because I think people come into coaching and expect it to be good, but as coaches, we don't expect it to be good at all. We we, we know that it's not gonna be good, and the coaches work its weight in gold on the weeks where people are stressing, where they are demotivated, where they have had a crap week, where they did do fifty percent of the work, like you said that. Like the, the the weeks where they're one hundred percent, you're just a cheerleader. Like not literally, you know. <laughs> not pom poms on. The skirt doesn't fit anymore. <laughs> but, <you> know, <laughs> yeah. If it did, and that's why you need to go on a diet, is it, mate? That's, that's why you need to go on a diet. So so yeah, like the, the good weeks, it's like yeah, well done again. But then the bad weeks where it, it comes in, but on their own, it's the bad weeks where they then go off. Okay, the bad week means failure, and and that's where people inevitably just stop, and then they'll start again in another couple of weeks, couple of months time, and it'll be the same thing. It'll just be the same thing over and over again. They'll get hyped up, amped up again. They'll, you know, get the new supplements in again, and they'll set themselves up exactly the same as last time. But last time they failed, but yet they're setting themselves up in the exact same way again. And yes, they might look for a new diet or a new training plan and get excited about that, but it's inevitably the same thing they're doing over and over, just with a, a micro adjustment of the minutia. It actually doesn't make any difference. They'll get three or four weeks in again, and again, they'll start to have a bit of a dip, 
and again they'll feel shit I failed and the same thing just happens and then next year it'll be the same thing again I feel like as well like most of most of our clients I would say in January February I would say that they probably don't have they don't probably have more good days than anyone else in terms of dieting so certainly in January I would say that anyone who's a teacher hasn't got a coach you probably have just as many good days as anyone who coaches but it is the bad days it's days that when you go bad you just go absolutely yeah. it, mentality you go mad for it whereas our clients they go oh well I couldn't, I couldn't be as perfect as I wanted to be but this is good enough and then what happens is they have a few good enough days that mean that they just stay where they're at and then they go back into good days and they go back on that on that bandwagon it's never linear it's never like that they stay on those good days that's when people fail in January they go oh I've only could only manage five days of being good so I, yeah, that's probably as max as anyone can be. You know, it's about normal life with normal priorities and all that sort of stuff. You're gonna have a couple of days where you want to eat a bit more food. You need a bit more energy. You didn't sleep that great. Kids are annoying you, whatever it is. But it's how you deal with those days that make a difference. People don't, people don't get that. They think it's all about the good days. They think that this month is all about how many good days they string together, and it's not. It's really not. It's about managing your bad days. So the, the way that I sometimes frame coaching is it brings the average of your days up. Like that's what I say is that your average day is better, which is the, the, the biggest thing that's going to get you um, consistent. Like, like Dan just said there, it's like, it kind of like, your good days are not going to be any better with a coach or not. Yes, they might be more frequent, but your bad days will be better than your bad days without. So it's just the average gets better. And if you were doing 50% before, which would mean that you're going to stay about where you are. If you're making half the right decisions, half the wrong decisions, you, you probably stay about the same. It was bringing your average up to 70, 75%, doesn't need to be 100. And 70, 75% means you're making more better decisions than poor decisions, and it will mean you move forward. Some weeks you'll, you'll go up to 190. Other weeks you'll back down, but it'll, it'll always stay around the 60, 70, 75% mark and it'll never drop to where it might be, you know, without a coach. But obviously we don't want to put dampness on, on people's New Year's resolutions. I'm sure me and Dan have got some not resolutions. I don't make resolutions. I just go, now it's time to sort of shit out because it's kind of yeah, like, just have that breather. Like I said, I think that's the thing is it's just having that breather. Like you said, like obviously the, the last four weeks of me moving here, we've not, it's not like me and Mike have spent every day together because it's been a really long year. We needed time to just chill out, not do anything. My house isn't going to furnish with loads of stuff anyway. <laughs> but we haven't like we haven't like been doing what we know we're going to do this year, this last four weeks. But we also knew that going into this year that we needed that time to just be like, well I'm not doing anything. Yeah, it's been off work for two well you say been off work, we still did some work, we still did a that webinar. Always do, we always gonna work, but it's it's more just Again, how we see the new year, like say new resolutions, is different to how the last few weeks have, have yeah. been. And that's and that's okay, and that's fine. That was always part of, of like the plan. But I think for us, it's not about resolutions. It's more just what we're going to commit to this year, mm -hmm. and what are we going to commit to doing? What are we going to do to make sure that we, I suppose, grow and we keep doing what we're doing? So like for me, it's literally been a case of get back in the gym three times a week at least. Like, yeah. but that's not a resolution. That's just something I need to get back into the habit of doing. I did that before. Yeah. And it's just a case of, right now, crack on and do it. And it's good to do it after that period of time where you kind of had bit of a break. What about you? What, you you're, you're thinking of doing a first shoot this year, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. I've lost the pressure on him straight I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm thinking I'm really leaning towards it. It's been, so the last one I did, I actually started three years ago pretty much to this day. It was the first Monday of 2018. Always, always, always. the first Monday of the year. Always, yeah. It was the first Monday of 2018 and um, it actually went quite well in the first week and a half because I got a gum infection which meant I lost about a stone in the first week. Which is mad because I couldn't, I couldn't actually eat. But um, it's been a while. It's been about four years, and 
I think I'm just going to set myself up like I'm going to do one, I think. And if I do or I don't, then it doesn't really matter. But I've committed to doing 8,000 steps. I'm not going to go, again, ridiculous to say do 10, 12, do 20. Do 20 minutes. Yeah. Ridiculous. So it's it's eight thousand steps because I know that on average for the last month or so, I sit down at de- uh, my desk all day and it's three thousand. So straight away I'm, I'm over doubling what I currently did. I'm gonna I'm gonna do, start off just with 10-15 minutes of cardio before my weight sessions and I'm gonna train four times a week. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna look after my protein. Mm. I'm gonna track my food to some extent. I'm probably not gonna hit macros bang on, but that's what I'm gonna start the first few weeks with, and that'll start to see some changes. And yeah, I think by the summer, I'd like to think that'd be comfortable again with my uh, with my top off and yeah it's just a and it'll be too hot to buy today anyway and it'll be, t- it'll be too hot by then to go outside so yeah perfect <laughs> but uh but yeah anyway if you are one of those easily susceptible uh people to advertising like uh, like dan is uh, with christmas um at the time that this is released we've got a uh, we've got a, a blitz if you follow us by now uh, you, you will know what blitz is because we fucking talk enough about it um, but if you um, if you don't follow us and this is one of the first exposures you've had, um, good luck. Then um, then have a little look at our our Instagrams and yeah, there's a, there's a, there's a blitz running which is an eight week fat loss program designed to uh, to kind of just kickstart your progress, be it in January or be it any other time of the year. But it's uh, it's very very good um, and been very successful and got tons and tons of results. So go check it out. It's not a January special, is it? It's always we always do it throughout the year, but obviously everyone that starts. was to. Help people with that kickstart phase, and believe it or not, like I said, it's not about those good days you have. The amount of times we do it in that first two or three weeks of blitz, and people are like, Oh my god, I've had a bad day, oh my yeah. god, my mates not dropped this week. It's like, Don't worry about it, don't yeah. panic. Like, we just spend our, t- our time in eight weeks just saying, Don't worry, it's like Groundhog Day. Coaching is like Groundhog Day, like, whilst it's very bespoke in terms of individuals, and everybody, every individual's gonna have a better or worse week or have different stuff come up, you do end up using the same sentences or phrases a lot of the time. Don't yeah. worry about it. I went up by number point two. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Like, oh, I came off my diet and I ate right. Don't worry about it. It's literally all of the things that you think you probably should worry about. Don't worry about them. And all the things like that you're overly not overly bothered about. Maybe worry about those things. Like some people don't, for example, track in advance. Mm. Like do that. Some people don't set up their kitchen for success. Like they don't get the right stuff in, so then they're left, you know, caught short, and then they go for convenience food. Like all the things that you tend to not worry about, maybe worry about those and don't worry about the things that you currently worry about, the scales, that kind of stuff. If you fucking overeat by 100 calories or don't hit your steps for one day, like those things don't worry about. Do the, the bigger foundational stuff. Funny thing is I put out like a question box on Instagram last couple of weeks, I put two out, but one out that was like, what can I help you with? What do you need help with? Right, and that was, maybe I had a few questions on that one. Then I did one about supplements and I said, what do you want to know about supplements? What ones work, what ones don't work? I probably had 50 people. About supplements? Yeah. And, you know, you do an open question. Yeah, you get an open question about like, look, what do you need help with? Like, I'm happy mm-hmm. to help, you know, anything. A few people, again, like a few joke questions, a few, few serious ones. But then the supplements one was just everyone asking about all these supplements. Of which, the only one I said worked was creatine. Yeah. The rest of them was like, don't worry about it. Pointless. Don't worry about it. Pointless. But it just shows you that this time, people are asking those questions. They're thinking about those things. and. Yeah, a few coaches asked as well a few about a few supplements, and it's a bit like I bet you're just not doing enough of the basics that you yeah. preach to your clients about, and, and not and it, and that's literally what blitz is. When we talk about that, we talk about supplements, we talk about what you need to worry about, what you don't need to worry about, and it always amazes me how many people come in thinking that it's going to be 
super advanced or super difficult or I'm worried about this or do you work with people who don't know about this or don't know about that and it's like yeah yeah it's really really basic but it's stuff that people just aren't doing stuff that, like you said before on your Instagram you know you're not eating enough protein there's certain things that we do that we know we don't do enough like I know if I don't track my food I don't eat enough protein I can just give it and there's like people need to focus on those things not yeah. what what type of creatine should I get? What do you mean what type? Well, there's certain ones like creatine ester and creatine yeah, creatine. Right. Seriously, don't stress about it. Just pick the cheap one and go for it. Like, in fact, in fact, let's let's do a little let's do a little no, I say fun game. I don't know if it's gonna be that fun. I'm gonna name a load of supplements and you're just gonna say yes or no to whether you're supplement with it. Mm. How's that? Okay. Pretty sure I know what I'm gonna say most of the time. Okay. <laughs> let's go creatine monohydrate. Yes. Okay. Cray alkaline creatine. No. No. Okay, CLA? No. BCAAs? No. EAAs? No. Whey protein? Yes. Caffeine? If you want something with it, then yeah, but I just drink coffee. Okay. It's nothing bad about caffeine, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Um, GDAs? No. What other shit is that? <laughs> GDAs, are, GDAs are glucose disposable agents yeah. as well. Yeah, don't know that. Intra work, so cyclic dextrin. No. Yeah, but that's that as well. That's why I asked someone said, oh, what about EAAs? I saw Just eat some sweets. Why would you have 50 grams of carbs in a drink? Eat some sweets. It's easy to digest for. Yeah. Goes to the permeates and gut slightly more effectively. Brilliant. Yeah. When everything else is off, it makes no difference. Yeah. Exactly. What other supplements is there? Fat burners. No. Ketones? No. Um, pump products? No. Uh, in pre-workouts? Uh, pre-workouts, no. I just wouldn't. Ooh. I'm always controversial this because Ooh. Mike likes it pre-workout. I like it. You like it. It makes you feel. This is. But you, but you also know that the other reasons don't really work and you have it because it gives you a little bit of a buzz. Yeah. Which is what they're supposed to do. Yeah. But it doesn't actually add anything. So here's how, here's, here's what I think about a pre-workout is that I might as well. Like, I might as well, because I have enough disposable income, luckily, to afford a 30, 40 quid yeah. um, product that might last me a month and a half, two months, because if, if I'm using it maybe four, three, four times a week, it'll last me maybe, maybe two months. I've got, I've got that amount. So I think, why not? Because I like the routine of it. Yeah. I like the, that's my time to go to the gym and I'm doing this. It's yeah. almost like, it's almost like when... A ritual. A ritual. Yeah. It's like when people playing sports, like uh, Johnny Wilkinson used to do his setup the same for, for, his, for his kicks. Ronaldo does the same for his, um, for his free kicks. Tiger Woods, I'm sure, has the same, the same rituals with his golf swing. It's, it's ritual-based stuff that I, I guess just gets your mind right for what you're about to do. Um, so it's for me, it's a, it's a ritual, and I like doing it. Sometimes I like the taste of it. I quite like sour, kind of tart tasting stuff. I actually quite like the team model, which Dan doesn't like, to be trying me. I quite like them because, again, it makes me feel a physical thing. It doesn't do anything. Yeah, it doesn't do anything that, that I associate with me going and training. Yeah. So that, that, to me, is like my head is in the game with it. Um, so I like it, and again, I'm not taking it because there's any astronomical benefits. If I miss my pre-workout all the time, I can't say that my performance is any better or worse. I, I can't say that. But if on the off chance that bit of caffeine that's in there 
and uh, there might be there might be something in the B-tonine that does help buffer lactic acid, whatever. Mm. It might be tiny. Can't say that it, it it almost has a negative effect. So yeah. it can only have nil or positive. So for me, I, I think I start with every single one, isn't it? I start with BCAs. I guess, look, I guess so. But there's nothing else that replicates what pre-workout does. No, so, so that's the caveat, right? Yeah. Nothing that replicates because you would add it on a pre-workout or like you said, coffee. That that's kind of your two, which is you could argue that they're pretty similar mm -hmm. in what they're what you're, they use it. So it's mainly for the caffeine consumption mm -hmm. and also maybe a little bit ritualistic, right? But whereas EAAs, that is pointless. Yeah. Like that is pointless. If you're eating high enough protein, yeah, if you're eating two grams per kilo of protein, that is actually pointless. So it's not like you're going, well, I could have EAAs or I could have a coffee because it's the same thing. Yeah. It's literally, well, you eat enough protein because that's the way your diet should be set up. That's the thing you need to get in place first. Yeah, so if I have a client come in and they take pre-workouts, I don't say to them, stop taking it. Yeah. Whereas if they were taking fat burners, CLA, BCAs, they'd be like, stop taking so, it. So that's the difference there. Yeah. Is that I just don't like it, so it's my own personal bias. You're a bit weak. And I'm not like the tingles. Yeah, I don't like the tingles. Yeah. But um, it's probably because the dosage is wrong for someone at 30 kilos. Yeah, that's, that's too much. much yeah. Is um, and I don't mind clients like having it at all. Like, I just think that the claims are just wild. Obviously, you know, we all, we all know oh, the, claims. the claims are wildly overestimated and stuff like that. But yeah. I agree with you. There is an element of a ritual. It gives people that feeling, and some people, if they train in the evening, like a pump one because they, again, they feel like the same thing. They don't want caffeine, but they want to have a pre-workout yeah. drink that gets them in the zone. And because you've had, yeah. you've had, you've had ones before where you can physically feel a pump. Yeah, you like that's that's kind of undeniable that there's things there that are vasodilators and things like that. There. And, and again, but it's that whole thing of like it's sometimes nice to feel a pump and to look a little bit better in the mirror, but it is that's all it is. It's yeah. like it's not actually gonna. No, it won't do anything. Crazy. Like, unless you're feeling pumped, it allows you to train harder because you're yeah. like, again, it's, but at the end, that's psychological. So it's nothing real physical. So yeah. I wouldn't be looking at any of your influencers and them saying, oh, it's my favourite one, 11 out of 10. Always love that. Always. It always is the one that brand sells, for instance. It's always the one that their brand sells. We've got quite a lot of stock of that one. So yeah. Push that this month. So, so don't, don't worry about that. It's not like drugs. It's not the same as that. It's not going to do anything. It's not. Some people have specific pre-workouts for certain body part days, select days, and other. It's ridiculous. Like, <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. But don't worry about that. But I think we kind of covered fish oils. Go on, then. I'm going to carry on. Fish yes, oils. fish oils. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Multivitamin. Um, I don't mind multivitamin. Insurance policy. Insurance policy. It's not gonna. I don't have a multivitamin and then don't eat fruit veg. Yeah. Like, don't think of it like that. But. If you again have enough disposable income and you get one that's good enough quality, why not? Ashwagandha. Personally, no, but I know some people that say it's quite, quite good and they've noticed benefits and changes from it. But I think that's a placebo one, personally. Difficult to tell, isn't it? It's is difficult to tell because so I posted about this on my stories because someone asked about ashwagandha and I said this. I was like, the problem with something like that is you have to keep all the other variables exactly the same. Yeah to then try it. So someone reached out to me and said, what do you think? How do you keep stress the same? And I said, yeah, no, that's the thing. I said, well, look, I said, keep everything else exactly the same. Don't change anything and see what happens. But like you said, if you know, a family member gets ill, well, then you're not going to know the effects because the stress is too high. So it, again, it's one of those where, to be honest, if someone came to me and had an unlimited budget, I'd be like, yeah, well, yeah. try it. Why not? See what happens. Um, but I think that the problem with that sort of supplement is that if someone's looking into that, they are also looking at trying to optimize their lifestyle in other ways. So they will make sure that they 
for example, turn off screens later at night. They will be thinking about that sort of thing, their pre-bed routine. They'll be thinking about other things in their life they can do to chill out and relax. Yes. They might read more books, they might get more fresh air, they might go out in nature more, and it's like, okay, do that first without ashwagandha. And it's like, you can't do it, you can't yeah. see the differences. Yeah. Um, but again, for the cost of it, it's not a huge amount. And I don't, and again, if it gives you that ritual placebo benefit, who am I to say that it, and it might not work. And it might not work. It can't be. It's, it's not like EAs, like you said, or fat burners or CLA, which like, no, you're just wasting your money. Yeah. This may have a benefit yeah. to it um, from that point of view. The, study, the studies do show, don't they? Yeah. There is some benefit. But it's yeah. like, I just think for the amount of benefit that it has, again, most normal people, the amount of stresses they face in everyday life, you're never going to see the difference. Yeah. I, I had it, I had some for a while, and it's, there's no noticeable change. I don't think you're ever with any supplement, unless it's drugs, no. going to be like, fuck it. But they claim to be fucking so chilled out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't think you're ever going to get anything like that. Yeah. The, the, the problem is that that's what you're expecting yeah. with the, the advertising of stuff. You're expecting this big physical thing. It's like, oh my God, this ashwagandha, yeah, it's like as though you're on weed. Like, I'm so chilled out, man. Yeah. So I look at some conspiracy theories. It's not going to be like that. It's going to be marginal. And again, if that week that you're taking ashwagandha, all of a sudden you've got more work to do, your fucking partner's being ill, and the dogs are playing up, it's just going to be higher anyway. So how do you? Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I think that's I think that's all. Uh, that's all sort of what's covered. There's, there's, that. A, there's a fly kicking about, and it's really I, I get really irritated by flies. Don't like them, do you? I just there's something about I, it. Just get up a funny story for, for yeah. It's something about flies. I would be I would be rubbish in Africa. Well, mate, I mean, there's plenty of them. There's plenty of them, yeah, yeah. Okay, but, um, but yeah, like I said, there you go. So don't fall victim of any of those supplements this, this January. Again, people will be doing it. I know people are like, they'll be looking at the MyProtein site and thinking about what they can add and what they can, asking for the recommendations and all this sort of stuff. My recommendation is do some steps, get your protein and go gym. Like, yeah, what's a bigger recommendation? Spend the same amount of money on an eight-week blitz pro- program? As well. Literally. Because I bet you, I guarantee you, it's more effective than any supplement stack you can buy in the world. But anyway, here's a funny story. Funny story, so there we go. Um, Don't forget, if you are liking the podcast, like, like, share and subscribe and post it on your wall. That's what you said the other week and that made me laugh. Yeah, post it on the wall. (laughs) There's nothing more. Yeah, stick that on, pin it, pin it to the top. Pin it to the top. Load it up. Share it. Whatever you do with that. Text it to your mates while you're playing Snake. Yeah. Whatever. All of that stuff, yes. Yeah. Anyway, um, so this is Christmas one, Christmas related, because we've just got back Christmas and, you know. There's been lots of shenanigans made out of Well, as you can imagine, there's quite a few. So uh, I got sent this one by a listener. Is it a cracker? Is it? A cracker, yeah, it's a cracker. Right. Yeah. Christmas horror. I blew off the butcher for his last pigs in blankets. Then my drunk hubby stuck one up his arse. I mean, that's not mine, isn't it, right? I mean, that's a weird Christmas dinner. I mean, I mean, and you know, look at her. Like, she's, I mean, she's dead proud of herself by the looks of it as well. I mean, she's got away with murder there. I, I mean, in all scenarios, like, that's the best thing that could have happened out of that situation for her is that she sucked off a butcher yeah. for the last pigs in blackie. So she's got them. Yeah. So well done. You know, you did well. Yeah. But sure. also, the hubby hasn't gone fucking wild. No. He's just took the hubby's butt. Yeah. He's winning for it. Yeah. I can't help but think this picture was taken. Before Green. this happened, because they do look a little bit like they're not they're quite happy with themselves. She, she looks quite happy with herself. She looks quite happy. He doesn't look. 
too. He doesn't. He doesn't look like he's ever smiled. To be fair, but anyway, he doesn't look the time to shove um, stuff up his bum. But I mean, what does look like? Well, the time? there you go. Man. These days, who knows, mate? Right, I'm going to read it. It's it's, it's a screen grab, so the, the writing's a little bit poor. But I'll try my best. The pig industry is facing a swine of a crisis. Pun. Very good. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> Sunday sport. Yeah. Standard. Brilliant. Thanks to a shortage of abattoir staff and holdups in the supply chain caused by the Chinese death plague. What? Is that what we're calling coronavirus now? It's not. So it's actually. That's what they mean. The Chinese death plague. Yeah, yeah. Right. The Kong. Yeah. What they call it? Well, the, th- the thing I like about this story is it's, re- it's, it's, it's very recent. It's, yeah, it's, it's a bit absent. Um, the supply of butchered hogs is facing a logjam. And of course, that meant bad news for fans of pigs in blankets. Made from sausages wrapped in bacon. Thank you very much. For the recipe, yeah. Pigs in blankets are doubly susceptible to shortages of oinker flesh. Doubly? Why? Is that because it's two bits of pork? I yeah, two bits of Yeah. Mums went to extreme measures to get their hands on the treat for Christmas dinner table, but few went to lengths that Doreen Matthews did. She looked like Doreen. Doreen Verta. Um, part of a scrum of housewives scrambling to get their hands on the last dozen oh. pigs in blankets at a local Birmingham butcher, Doreen, a scrum of Doreen went the extra mile. The 47-year-old sucked off the butcher to make sure he sold her the mouth-watering piggy delicacies. Right. <laughs> Who's so uh, How's this gonna happen? Right, can you imagine this? Well, can you imagine just all lined up in a big queue? Oh. Or a big queue, right? And they're gonna go, yeah, next please. She's gone, please don't mind this come. No more left, love. Yeah. What? Well, we're um, on. Well, I'll tell you what, if you notch me off, we'll sort some out. Yeah, okay, let's go around the map, shall we? That's not gonna happen. happen, is it? How's it? He's gonna give the next pigs in blankets to the next in line yeah. until they're all sold out. And that's it. And you've got to think about who's, who's reported this story. It's got to be her, right? Yeah. It's got to be her. It's not going to be the butcher, because he wouldn't know what the husband's done. No. It's not going to be the husband, because I'm assuming that the husband doesn't know that his wife has sucked this, this butcher off. Unless it's, this was a pre-arranged deal. But then, it wouldn't, but then he wouldn't know there was a shortage. How was he going to do? Oh, just like, you know, when there's only ten left, you've got to come round and suck me off. And, and I doubt that there's a bunch of women, a scrum of women in there. They're, they're, they're acting like they're wrestling. They're acting like there's hustle and bustle, mm. and that this woman has gone, I'll suck you off for, for them. And the rest of them have gone, oh no, like, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, yeah she's almost like, he's like, he almost going, you know, like, like they like do. she's been picked out of the crowd or something. Yeah, like they do an auction, he's sat there, yeah. right, he's going to suck my toe. Yeah. You, yeah, cool, yeah, yeah. right, next job. up. Penis, yeah, right, yeah. yeah. Unbelievable. Okay, um, going to the lady there. Yeah, uh, goes yeah. Doreen, going once, going, right, anyway. Returning home, spunky mouthed in triumph on Christmas Eve. <laughs> spunky mouthed. <laughs> she put the pigs in blankets in the fridge, ready for unveiling at the Christmas Day feast. Spunky mouthed? I can't believe that's the only information we have about that. Spunky mouthed. Alas, alas, Doreen had not reckoned on quite how drunk her 49-year-old hubby was. Watkin would get during his Christmas Eve revels. Woken in the wee small hours by a, by a crashing in the kitchen, fuming Dory marched downstairs to read the riot act to the husband of 20 years, but mild annoyance turned to blind fury at the scene that greeted her. I mean, she's not a leg to stand on, really. Shot at this point, has she? The man, naked from the waist down, sozzled Watkin. Sozzled, yeah, as in drunk. Sozzled Watkin. Yeah, naked from the waist down, Sozzled Watkin was poised to insert the last of the prized pig blankets up his arse. Last of them? How many did she buy? The dozen. So he's got 11. <laughs> sure no. Sure no. Not 11 full-size sausages. Doreen raged. That drunken cunt has tested me over the years, but this has just took the biscuit. Oh yeah, like you didn't suck off the butcher's <laughs> 
I yelled, Watkin Matthews, what the fuck are you doing? The daft cunt just looked Watkin at me. Matthews? Yeah, that's... So, he's got a surname for a forename. Uh, yeah. And a forename for a surname. Yeah. What the fuck? The daft cunt just looked at me all cross-eyed with drink and slurred. It's not what you think. His fingers were all covered in shite and pig fat. I just lobbed a pan at him and he started to cry. After all I did to get hold of them, Christmas was ruined. She didn't say that. She didn't say that. After all I did to get hold of them, Christmas was ruined. I think what's happened here is, she's come back, right, with the pigs and blankets. He's gone, how do you get hold of those? The butcher told me he was all out. She's gone, I sucked him off. They've had a big row, big argument. He's gone, I'm going to make love to the pigs. Sure, what you are. And they've had a big fallout over Christmas and he was going to leave her. Got out to get pissed, come back. Do you know what I think is more uh, probable? What? None of it happened. <laughs> Dude, come on, this is a funny story. Yeah, it is a funny story that somebody's gone. Because think about who has gone. You've got to think about who's gone with this story. Her. It has to be her that's gone. Because he wouldn't know about the butcher. And, and actually, she's the one narrating it at the end. So yeah. she's open to going, I've sucked off a butcher. For the... So she's that mad at him yeah. that she's gone, well, I've sucked the butcher off. I'm going to sell my story to the sport now and just actually just say, I've sucked the butcher off to at least. Mm. It wouldn't happen. And also, there's no way he's got 11 pigs in blankets off his ball. Well, they could be the small cocktail ones. ones. It could be the small cocktail ones. the mini ones. I don't think they should be, but... Would you sell my butcher for 12 minutes? No, I don't think you... Well, I wouldn't do it at all. I could only do over 100. 12 minutes. Sure. Full sizes, maybe, I don't know. Right. Doreen explained, When there were no pigs in blankets for Christmas dinner, my dad said, Ah, Doreen, where's the pigs in blankets? He's 76. And telling him that I had to throw them out because what can have shoved them up his arse no, would have it. finished him off. Doesn't what it. with his dick kidneys? It wouldn't finish him off no. with dick kidneys, no. for one. Wouldn't. She's not a doctor. But um, you don't need to say it to your 76-year-old dad. No. Do you know if that would happen? You just go, oh, yeah, the butcher was out. You know. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't, she didn't say it. She said it would have finished him off. She didn't say it. The outraged wife says that this is Watkins' last, last chance and that he must mend his boozy ways. She said, I'm just about at the end of my tether with his drinking and stupid stunts. My mother always said he was a cunt. I mean, I'm not being funny, but... She's right, I'm stunting. I'm, I'm with Watkins here. Watkins then comments, I'm made out to be the bad guy here, but she's the one who sucked off the bloody butcher. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Correct. That drew a withering retort from Doreen and his, don't you fucking dare try that, don't you fucking dare. Don't you dare what? I think he's got a point though, love. I mean, that's the story, by the way, that's, that's all there is. I would rather my partner shove pigs with blankets of the backs than they suck them off the butchers. Yeah, yeah, 100%. She's done the worst thing there. 100%? Why does she act like she's fucking the same? What is so, like, why, what's the moral thing about pigs and blankets being more important than cheating on your husband? I know, it, it was really important I got the pigs in the loose, not? Yeah, it's not, not that important. Go to another shop. So, Doreen, sorry, love, but you do not get any sympathy from us um, from, from that. Just out of curiosity, what, what, what food would you suck them off for? Listen at home, what would you, what would the, you do? Yeah. What's, the, the, what's the top thing that you look, at the, the, look at the dog. I think the dog's hungry. The dog's yeah. jumping up at me. What food would I suck to my mouth for? Mm -hmm. uh, that is your question. I've often laid awake at night. Yeah. Why can't I just watch you for cheesecake? He's oh, very good. <laughs> it's very good. The cinnamon cheesecake is very good. The cinnamon is very, very good. I did again the other day. Or would I suck someone off that? You had it again? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Very it's so good. You went pick it up? No, we went for Christmas Day to the cheesecake by train. That is sad. Yeah, that is that's sad. That's sad times, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. that's sad. Did you have a turkey in it? We had cheesecake. Well, I know. That's pretty much what I went for. No, I had a, I had a chicken club sandwich or something like that. I mean, 
I've actually had a chicken club sandwich, they're all right. Yeah, that should be good. good. That should be good and big, yeah. But um, we also got the peanut butter one that had Butterfingers and Reese's Peanut Cups. Was it good? Very, very good. Better than Cinnabon? No. Yeah, well, Cinnabon. Cinnabon. Cinnabon's on one. Um, I don't know if I could... Oh, no, it's not worth doing that for. I don't think I could. No chance. No, that was it. No, it, it, was, it was a rhetorical question. I wouldn't even like butcher me off for it. <laughs> no. I wouldn't. I just don't get how the pigs and blankets from that much of a pedestal that she's done that. I think she fancies the butcher. She fancies the butcher. And she's trying to get in with it. That's what she's... The pigs she's are, probably having an affair with the butcher. She's having an affair with Because the there's no way that he's gone. Well, well that's pigs and blankets. To be fair, if your husband is the type of show up, you know, show up his backside pigs and blankets, I don't blame him for having the affair. So then who's in the wrong? Wow. It's yeah, that that though, didn't it? So what came that that yeah, was... you don't know. Wow. This has been this is what, uh, yet another stunt in a long line of stunts apparently to Dory. Yeah. It's another one, so you don't know what he's been up to. So maybe it's, a, it's what came first, chicken or the egg? Is he in the wrong or she in the wrong? Sausage or the bacon? Yeah, <laughs> what went first? You know, sausage probably, and then probably the bacon just follows shortly after, yeah. and then again finished off with another bit of sausage on the end. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, yeah. So there, there you go. Yeah, that's the pigs and blankets. Um, very also, I saw another question as well the other day, which I thought was an intriguing question. Is that everyone talks about how great pigs and blankets are, but why do you not have them any other time of year? Like, if they were that good, it's how the, it's the, yeah, I don't think they're that good because essentially it's just a sausage and a bacon. It is extremely over the top, just Christmas like it's the best bit about Christmas dinner. Because it's literally what people have as a cooked breakfast, but it's also, yeah, but it's also because it's the only thing of a roast dinner that no, you don't have. Incorrect. At Christmas, Incorrect. any other time. Incorrect. What else do you have? Parsnip. You don't have parsnip at any other time of the year other than Christmas. No, Christmas. Yeah. Well, no, but I, if someone made a roast dinner, they made parsnip. I wouldn't think oh, that's weird. Yeah. But if well, someone made a roast dinner, yeah. those pigs and blankets on, in like April, I'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? You're right. I agree with that. <laughs> so, but why is it that that's the thing? You're right. Why is that the thing that's, that makes it? Because you have the old argument about Yorkshire pudding. It should it shouldn't it be in Christmas or something. Don't care about the argument. Yeah. Pigs and blankets are only around for two weeks of the year. Yeah, but yeah, everyone raves about them. Everyone raves about them, but yeah, like you said, you have sausage bacon sandwich. It's good. It's, yeah. the, same, it's the same thing. It's, the same thing. <laughs> it's exactly the same thing. But she would eat the bacon and the sausage at the same time. It's, it's the same thing. <laughs> and people aren't asked. But well, like literally the week before, they'll have a sausage and bacon and you know yeah. beans or whatever. No, and it's the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Not bothered with it. Yeah. And we, oh my god, I've been waiting for this about it. Literally, yeah, literally wrapped up. Just yeah. wrapped in it. Yeah. I don't get it. Right, last week. I don't get it. So there you go. Ask that, anyone who knows the answer to that, please message us on Instagram um, if there's a reason for that. But yeah, because it was a poll I think someone put up about Pigs and Blankets, they were saying that they didn't get the hype, and then of course it was then, well, if they're that good, why not? Maybe we should have been around, maybe we should. Do we can't get me other things that I hate about Christmas, not that I hate Pigs and Blankets, but other things that I dislike. Don't like Christmas pudding. No. Don't like Don't get it. I don't like Christmas. Mince pies are okay, but again, they're not an amazing, I don't live for them, do you know what I mean? I'm like, oh my god, they make Christmas. Like, if you get one with icing on top, they're quite good, because it's well, half, half icing and half, no, I don't like marzipan, so half. I like You don't like marzipan? Not really. You like Dr Pepper? Yeah, yeah. I know, it's weird, isn't it? I'm not a huge fan of marzipan. So yeah, but um, there you go, ramblings and madmen. Yeah. There you go. And a cheese board, I hate. We got presented with a cheese don't board. Get, don't get a cheese board. Get it out of my face. Yeah. Just the, board, the only cheese I like is cheddar, anyway. Don't want all the shit. Just that's savoury. You've, you've brought out my dessert, sweet, and now you're bringing me out more savoury. The worst thing is when know. someone goes, oh yes, here's Christmas dinner, now here's Christmas pudding. Well, that's a bit rich after having a roast dinner. Yeah. Then after the Christmas pudding, cheese board. Yeah. Christmas yeah. food, overrated. It is. Just thrown it out there. And turkey is the driest of all. Just thrown it out there. So. It's about the chocolate, isn't it? It's about the chocolate and the Boxing Day sandwich, and you get all the rest of the stuff in there. 
Oh, I like uh, I like to make stuff in a little bit of gravy sandwich. That's what I used to do, a little bit of gravy on it. You do that, man. In the sandwich. Very good. So there you go. Yeah, that's it. Have a good one. Have a good one.